Ah, Grand Moth Tarkin, I am honored by your visit. Was that, that intro chord lets you know that you've made it. You can only mean one thing. To Grandma talking, delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley, Jake, hey, and Jasmine. Hello. Uh, I, that's a, it's been a long time since I've said the intro. It felt good to say it again. Yeah, for some, I, I hosted the last, like, two, I think. Yeah. And then I did a commentary. Ah, yes. Yeah, and... The infamous commentary. We had Mac host <laughs> one. Yeah. Oh, yes. he did the intro to the Onslaught yeah. one. Right? So it's been a, it's been a hot minute since I've said it, and it felt great to say it again. A hot dog minute. Hot dog minute. Hot dog is the theme of the day. If you hear That's us right. say hot dog, send us a tweet, and we'll give you a hot dog. Yeah, the word of the day is hot dog. Yep. You've heard us say it about 14 times now, so <laughs> we'll send you 14 hot dogs in the mail. Yep, in the mail. In the mail, in an envelope. So today... We've got a special announcement. Oh, we're we're okay. doing we're doing an episode about the yes. force. Oh, I thought it was just that we're doing an episode. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big announcement. And isn't that special enough for people? We did miss I mean, last week. We did. Yeah. They might wonder if we were ever going to do this again, and here we are. <laughs> You're welcome. We we've tossed around the idea of we we've talked about the force in the past. I think we had a whole episode dedicated to it. We've we've thrown this idea around of talking about the force for several episodes because you know there are many facets to the force. Wouldn't you guys say that's correct? Mm-hmm. Wow, this is deep. So far, this is deep. So far, I would agree that there are many facets <laughs> to the force because we have Forces. different. We have the forces. Thank you. We have many different eras of the force, and um, you know, you've got the force as shown in the original trilogy is very different from the force in the prequels, which is very different from the books of that era, which is is very different from the books of this era and video games. It's just depending yeah. on who is writing about the force. It can be many different things, and we want to explore all of those things on Grand Moff Talking. Absolutely, Riley. You really said it. I, I really did. So that's it for this week. Tune in next <laughs> yeah. week when we talk more about the Force. I don't think we can really say a whole lot more about it. <laughs> so, Jake. what? Hey there, buddy. What facet of the force, force are it. we talking today? What force it? You're really trying to force that, if, um, <laughs> if force I can it. say. Yes, you can, and you did. And what we're going to talk about today is the Force as presented in old canon. Uh, Things that we liked, things that we didn't like, and specifically things that were unique to old canon. Uh, There is a lot of it. We've talked about a lot of old canon stuff on our show. We're talking books and video games and multimedia point-and-click adventures. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
to name a few. Interactive so media, as I like to That's say. right, interactive media, Riley's favorite kind of game. Mm-hmm. Your favorite mm-hmm. kind of game is that Netflix show. <laughs> the Bandersnatch, I the love Bandersnatch it. The Bandersnatch show. I wish every game was Bandersnatch. Yeah, me too. I wish that every game was based on the Bandersnatch creature from the terrible Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland adaptation. Never seen it. Sure. I it is one of my, if not my most hated movie ever made. Wow. Yeah. And you've seen Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I hate Star Wars a lot. I know. So this is saying something. Jasmine, do you have any opening thoughts on anything? Force is cool. <laughs> good. True. <laughs> so far, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Force is cool. Um, I actually don't know if I like old canon force or new canon force better, so I'll probably get to figure that out along this journey. This, this is yeah, I was gonna say this is gonna be a journey not only mm. of the mm. the force, but also if I if I could say a journey into ourselves and we're gonna learn about ourselves while we're talking about the force. I think you're right, and I think you know what we're gonna learn about each other. That's true. That is very true, and I'm glad you brought that up. And I'm glad that you brought up that we're going to learn about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Would you like to bring up something that we can like, Jasmine? Star Wars. Yeah, yeah good. Do like I do like it. Yeah, I do like that, actually. That's good. I've, well, I did find out today I don't like video games, but I do <laughs> like Star Wars. We went on quite a journey with Riley realizing that uh, he doesn't like the actual playing of the game in video games. Yeah, it was was honestly quite a revelation to me. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, you know what? Maybe we should do a quick news gun wreck because we do have some video game news. Oh, yeah, we do. We can all be righteously angry. My lord, is that legal? I don't think so. That's good news. No need to report that. Spoilers. Well, there was video game news this week. Mm -hmm. Jasmine, eulogize the game. Freaking EA is freaking Uh, stupid. They put the E and the A in freaking. Mm -hmm. They do. Um, So, what did the uh, did the game have a title yet, or was it no? It was just the. Open world. This was world. untitled. Yes, untitled open world. Untitled power. open world game. It's been in development for two, three years now. Mm-hmm. Sounds it's, about right. It's I the think. one that was passed from yeah. Visceral, right? When Visceral got shut down, they, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But it's anyway, been in a while. Yeah. Anyway, it's gone. It's in the trash. EA threw it in the yeah. trash, and EA can just throw themselves in the trash now. They hit. They True. went to the game and they hit right click, move to trash. It's infuriating. I can hear in the tone of your voice that you're infuriated. I don't <laughs> sound infuriated. Yes. It's, this is the game that, that Amy Hennig was uh, developing, the Uncharted um, creative director oh, for yes. Lost Uncharted I was, games. I'm I pretty was sure it's that about game. This because that game was supposed to be the, the linear, um, more Uncharted-like game. And I, I thought that the open world one was different, but it, well, did the Uncharted-like one transition into an open world one and yes. then it was ultimately scrapped oh, yeah geez. they i'm pretty sure they moved all the assets mm-hmm. from visceral shutdown over to this studio and they were working with the assets from that game so it was probably going to be different than than what visceral was going to do 
but I'm pretty sure it was um, it was at least using the bones of that initial game, and now it's nothing. Good and God. and they say they're scrapping it because it didn't have. It wasn't going the direction they wanted. Now, you know what I like is a game that is going a direction. Any direction would be great. So <laughs> they scrap this game that's been worked on and saying and said that they're going to start a new one with this studio to be released in like never. No, they're they're saying like twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. So it makes sense. Yes, this, five will be out. Yeah, it's uh, it's stupid. I don't think they're ever going to make another Star Wars game. And we will have almost gone through two entire console generations since the Disney sale by the time a proper mm-hmm. Star Wars game is out. We're never going to get one. Don't don't even get your hopes up. I know. 2013, I don't think the PS4 was out yet. I, I think because I remember Last of Us came out for PS3 that year, I believe. That sounds right. I think 2014 sounds right for the PS4. For a launch of the PS4. And so if we're going to – if it's going to be 2021 before a story-driven canonical Star Wars game comes out that is not Battlefront, I think that we're going to be in the next console generation. Yeah, that's insane. When you think back to the last Star Wars trilogy to come out, there – I – I don't have the stats here in front of me, but I bet there were like seven games a year while between 99 and 2005. Oh, like, yes. There were so many games. Oh, my God. I there saw like so a side-by-side side comparison of it, of like all those games that came out in that time frame. It was like 20 games probably. And then it's just Battlefront for EA. Yeah. It's just... So if, sad. If we were like a smart podcast or something like Blast Points, we would have like done the research and pulled up like you know between these years, this many games. But we're just kind of going off of. We're feeling. just here. We just we're just yeah, here. We, we're just here. We care about our feelings. <laughs> that is, you know what? Feelings, not facts. Here on Grandma talking. <laughs> <laughs> I know Riley will like that. Oh boy. So yeah, a game is dead once again play the money machine game on your phone and the shooting money machine game on your consoles. Every big developer publisher, I should say not developer, every big publisher wants a destiny that makes $500,000 million a month on loot boxes and microtransactions and stuff. And it's just infuriating because that's, we were talking about Anthem today, earlier, off mic, and I think everybody just wants these online-only games, games as service, um, that never end and continually make money. Yes. But that just, I don't think that fits the Star Wars genre well. You could make a Star Wars Destiny, I guess, but that's not what people want out of a Star Wars game. They want a linear story-driven game, I think, most people. Yeah, I I would agree. Uh, That's what the legacy of Star Wars games really were. Even if it was a primarily like ship-flying game like the Rogue Squadron series, or if Mm -hmm. it was more of like an action platformer like the Jedi Outcast series, it no matter what the genre was, there was, generally speaking, a story along with it. Yeah. And it was really like the exception, not the norm, to have something that was more of a straightforward game. I mean, they're really 
Battlefront, even Battlefront 2 had quite a story campaign that people still really like. Mm -hmm. Like the original Battlefront 2, that is. Yeah. I think that they could very well have a a Destiny clone with this current engine that they're using for Battlefront, which looks amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, they clearly are capable of doing some cool story stuff because they did Battlefront. They whipped out Battlefront 2 in not that much time, and it looks great, and it was cool for what it was. But so what I, if they put yeah. Bioware on that instead of Anthem? Like, I I just don't care about the setting of Anthem. I wish Bioware was doing Star yes. Wars. Anthem is a boring game about space people who shoot each other. And it's just it's just Destiny. Yeah. Which was just Halo. But on a foresty yeah. planet. Yeah. That's it. It's different now. It's a forest planet. <laughs> oh, I see. Which is even less visually appealing. <laughs> now you don't have the what is it the visitor that's not what it is what's the destiny I thing i don't know no one even plays destiny no tweet, tweet at me if you play destiny i don't care i have a destiny for you destiny's child hey Stands say, the test say my name i guess i don't know <laughs> so anyway that's our news gun ray where yeah. we complain about video games or lack thereof you know what's astounding is like I was listening to a really early episode of ours a couple weeks ago and like in within the first couple episodes of our show we talked about how much we wanted you know an actual story driven game and when Jasmine first joined the show we were we were all talking about that cuz it was video game month mm-hmm. things have not changed that's the crazy thing the only news we ever have to announce is that well this project is now not (laughs) happening Mm -hmm. yes things keep not happening isn't there a game coming out this year and we don't know anything about it that jedi fallen order or whatever it's called yeah oh that thing and we have no idea what that is for it like what yeah oh my god i forgot completely about it exactly and see, I was confused because I thought that was the thing that was canceled. No, I think that thing's still coming out. I have legitimately no idea what Fallen Order even is. Fallen Order is like right after Order 66 or something, right? I think so. Is it, oh, is it what we want? Is it story-driven? We That's the thing. We don't know anything about it. We know nothing about it. At E3, it was kind of announced like, hey, here's yeah. a game that's coming out. It's called they Fallen didn't even, Order. They didn't even like officially announce it. It was at E3. And they talked to some guy who's still sitting in his seat. They didn't even have him up on stage. And they're just like, <laughs> here, you have a game? And he's like, yeah, this game's going to be great. <laughs> and that's the whole interview. Good. That sounds about right for EA's E3 presentation. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy. Well, I hope you were able to stick with us through that if you're not a video game fan. Because yep. now, The Force. The Force. Okay. Where do we want to start with this discussion? Because I I would kind of like to start with things that are different about the Force in old canon, pre Lucasfilm to Disney sale. Like, does anybody have like an any like overarching thoughts? Because I kind of do. If anything, it just felt like the Force was like a much more powerful thing back then. Yeah, I would totally agree. What I think is like the the films. If that's our baseline for the force, it might have made sense to start there, but we're not. Uh, that I think the original trilogy treated the force with such reverence. We learn very little about it. It's spoken about in vague terms 
in uh you know by obi-wan and by yoda and a little bit of darth vader but really there, there's not a ton of forest talk it, it is very philosophical and i feel like the books and video games and so forth were like oh cool now we don't, we're not tied down to that stuff we can just make the force a cool superpower that everyone can use <laughs> pretty much and it really got out of hand in my opinion and then by the time we get to like the new jedi order series which we're also reading uh that feels like they're trying to course correct and make a comment on how the like previous owner of the Star Wars book series was overly reliant on the Force. Uh, so it it seems like there was constantly this push and pull between like making the Force way too powerful and then trying to rein it in a little bit. The Force in the movies, um, pre prequels, to me, is just slow, like. It never, yeah. it, and it's not a bad thing. It's just the force. You never do anything fast with the force. Like the most, I the, the most I can think of is like Vader throwing things at Luke and Empire. Like for the most, he still part, throws them kind of slow. He's it's still kind of slow, but like when Luke jumps, it's slow. When Yoda lifts uh, an X-wing, it's slow. It's less of like a wrecking ball in the OT, and it's just something there that is that the Jedi can draw on to do things, but it's not, um, it's not a very active force. There was a, I think there was a weight to it. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. almost like how the lightsabers used to have more of a heft to them, like Mm -hmm. that slow Obi-Wan Vader fight. Uh, and that was sort of the, the status quo is like the force takes a lot of effort but with that effort, uh, you can do amazing things. That's what, like, when Yoda lifts the uh, X-wing out of the swamp, it it doesn't happen quickly. But it's just it's amazing that he can do it at all. Yeah. Whereas I think very quickly, like, if if we're jumping from the films to let's say the the Zon, not the Zon trilogy, the Thrawn trilogy, <laughs> um, where. Luke can put himself into cryo sleep with the force. Uh, in the courtship of princess Leia, he can use the force as a GPS to like find things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like the force becomes a, a way to speed along the plot. Yeah. It's a plot uh, device. Yeah. And it becomes a, an insane superpower. That's so overpowered by the time Zahn gets to write his stuff that they have to make a like force resistant species of creature <laughs> so that like our good guys can't just cheat and use the force. Yeah. That's a good point too. Cause then once you get to new Jedi order stuff, it's literally another whole species that's not affected by the force because everyone just dies against the force. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like, that's the thing that I take away. Like I've taken away from reading these books and our, for our show is like, they made it so powerful in these early books that then they were like, oh, wait, now we have to make a kryptonite for it. Everyone's Superman, now we have to make kryptonite. And what I think the Clone Wars attempted to do was to make the Force more mysterious again, but the Clone Wars has the most insane, frivolous uses of the Force ever. Which Clone Wars are you talking about? I'm talking about Dave Filoni's Clone Wars. Yeah, Like, for every... For every, like, uh, Mortis trilogy, you have Anakin using the Force to, like, 
jump like a Legolas skip across droid <laughs> flying in the sky. Yeah. And the 2D so Clone Wars is even worse. I mean, it's great, but it's completely bonkers and insane. Like it's it, it's just nonsense. It's crazy. Yeah. But that's okay cuz that's it was not really canonical. It was just like fun anime inspired force craziness but like yeah and also it's bad no it's not bad riley hates video games <laughs> i <and> do <laughs> true <laughs> and star wars i think and star wars i think my favorite era of the force is is this um early 2000s era when not only do we have uh the crazy stuff that previous books have done but now we have the movies coming out and there's all kinds of um, superhero-like actions in the movies. And it almost feels like, you know, this is the same time the New Jedi Order is coming out. And everybody take a shot. It's the same time we have KOTOR and KOTOR <laughs> 2 coming out, which all explore these same kind of themes of, you know, what what is the Force? What is a Jedi without the Force? What is life without the Force? And that kind of introspection in the Force in in Legends is, well, let's just say I'm here for it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was pretty cool. You said that. Yeah. If I can kind of lay my foundation for when we get to the sequel trilogy era, the era we're currently in, I think we're in an era now where the active lack of Luke Skywalker made it so that nothing could explore the Force, really, because he is the last Jedi. We can't have any books about Rey. So we have this era now where the focus is absolutely not on the Jedi, like it used to be. The focus now is on the Rebellion and the Empire and Bounty Hunter. It, it's on kind of side characters. I'd say mostly it's focused on the rebellion. Is that fair to say? You talking like about 90- the sequels? The sequel era, like not the films themselves, but rather like the oh, books and extended yeah. canon stuff we've had. Like it's almost all focused on rebellion and or resistance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no there's no force discussion happening in books. Well, although we are getting Master and Apprentice, but it's still that's going back to the prequel era. There's nothing in the current timeline that is exploring the force. Whereas I, I feel it was like the X-Wing series was kind of considered more of a spin-off. Like the, the protagonists of star Wars, the, the good guys are the Jedi's and I'm not sorry. I, I just committed a cardinal sin. The you Jedi. Really <laughs> oh man. Wow. We, we had to hash this out in the, after the TLJ title reveal. We did. Everybody thought they were cool for mentioning that Jedi is plural. <laughs> but anyway, the that was that was sort of where old canon was coming from, I think, is like everything is Luke is a Jedi. That means he's the most amazing Superman wizard in the entire world. And then when we get to like New Jedi Order, everybody is a Jedi with the force in some capacity prequel era stuff was all that too like all of our protagonists for the most part could use the force and that and then it was, it was a very hard transition to now where only ray and luke are active force users yeah and kylo mm-hmm. 
Oh, and Kyle, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. You should be sorry. Apologize to him, honestly. Kylo, I'm sorry. I Hashtag am, I'm I'm oh. into that. Oh boy, no. I'm <laughs> not into that. I'm into um, having f- very few Jedi because I think Jedi go a long way. Um, a little goes a long way. A little, a little goes a long way. I I like I like the Clone Wars and I like. Um, the idea of the prequels, seeing the Jedi in their prime, but I also like the thought of a crazy old hermit like Obi-Wan being a rare breed, and when you run into a Jedi, it's it's it means something, because this is an ancient, extinct religion, and I don't know, I that's just a cool, that's that's cool to me, that trope, that genre trope of having this extinct religion you know, of very powerful people who are kind of in the background. I don't know what I'm saying. No, I, I totally get what you're saying. Because I'm I'm thinking in terms of like when George Lucas made the original trilogy, he was using fantasy tropes and then adapting them for the space opera thing. And like very clearly Jedi are the wizards. They even call him a Obi-Wan a crazy old wizard. Mm-hmm. And then the prequels are almost as if it's like, well, what if we got those... Um, you know, four wizards that are mentioned in the appendices of uh, the Lord of the Rings books and the whole series about them. And it's like, well, you know, wizards are kind of boring when they're just by themselves. They're more interesting as a contrast to people who are not like them. Yeah. Gandalf is amazing. He's literally Gandalf the Great. Hey, But a story full of exclusively Gandalfs is is probably going to be a little boring. When and, everyone's special, no one is. Wow. You know, the lesson that we all learned from The Incredibles applies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love to subscribe to all of Brad Bird's worldviews. <laughs> sure, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just and, yeah. I am, uh, I'm curious to think, like, for you guys who grew up really reading the books and stuff and playing the games – is there anything about the force in old canon that we are that we're missing now? I miss the variety from the new Jedi order. I miss there being people who are good at specific things. I mm. I don't like Corrin Horn. I've stated that, that many times. That has been established. <laughs> but I do like that there are just certain things he can't do. He's just not talented at using the force to to move things or as they call it telekinesis. Um yeah. I, I like that the force isn't you don't just have the force and then you can do anything as long as your power level is high enough. I like that the force can play to the different strengths and skills of a person. And we haven't really seen that. Now that partly could be because like we've said there's there's only three or four force users in in the new stuff. Um, but I like that that idea that it plays to your strengths and people can call on the force in different ways. What about you, Jasmine? Well, you love it when that Star Destroyer gets pulled down. I do love that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it is I'm really not, cool. Yeah, I don't really know. I'm sure the way the force is now is probably for the best, but like I do really love all that over the top insane 
stuff. But I was thinking more like with old canon, I felt like there was a lot more like another type of diversity within the force where like there were a lot of other different cultures that also used the force. And they all had their own different ways of teaching how to, like, coexist with it. And, like, there's a, um, once you get, like, past New Jedi Order and it goes into, like, An- or not Anakin, um, Jason and his um, journey into the dark side and stuff. Like, that's all he does is just explore all these other different um groups and how they view the force and what's different about them and just to like see just so that he can understand everything about the force and it's just interesting to see um just all the like different types of way that people view the viewed the force back in old canon whereas now it just feels like well the jedi are the one people that use the force and that's it (laughs) yeah that's a really Good point. Mm-hmm. We have a tiny bit of this with, I mean, Clone Wars is still canon. So we, we have all of that stuff with like Dathomir. And we also have Rebels yeah, with like Dathomir. Legends of the Lasat, which is really cool. We get yeah. the Lasat's mm-hmm. view on the Force. And we, we have hints of like people who trust the Force but do not use the Force, like Maz and Jin's mom and the Guardians of the Wills, like that. But you're right that it is. I just wish not- that I weren't treated so special. They're not the only ones. Yeah. I I wonder if The Last Jedi kind of opens the door to that because... I hope so. Luke explicitly states the Force does not belong to the Jedi. So mm-hmm. maybe... This maybe is why I'm saying to old way. canon fans, you like this movie! I know, they really do. <laughs> it's trying to, like, be your friend. I, I immediately think of um, the Keldor, which is Plo Koon's race... The uh, the bug. I thought you guy. were talking about Keenan's brother's entryway to his bedroom. Yeah, Kel's yep. door. <laughs> yeah, Keenan Kel famously Ooh. brothers. Um, are they not brothers? I, I haven't seen it. Forever. I don't think they're brothers. Are they just friends? <laughs> I think oh. they're just friends. <laughs> what on earth was I saying? Oh, Keldor. So the, this is Plo Koon's race, the uh, the bug faced awesome Jedi from the Clone Wars and the prequels and stuff. Um. But they have a very particular belief on the Force, and it's if I remember right, it was kind of um, rare for someone like Plo Koon to go to the Jedi, because I feel like most Keldor who are Force-sensitive just kind of get drafted into their own um, way of, of learning and teaching about the Force. So things like that would be very cool to explore again in in some fashion, whether it's a book or, or what, but just the way other organizations have a relationship to the Force beyond the Jedi and the Sith. Like the Voss thing- from the Old Republic yeah. game. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about cool. them. Those are so... They are so cool. Talk about Explain the Voss, this. Jasmine. I, I haven't played that game in so long, though. That's the problem. Um... What were they? They were just basically like this really peaceful, like, species mm-hmm. that just I don't I don't even remember. They were just like super into the Force. <laughs> yeah, the the Sith like stumbled upon this planet that was undiscovered, and as the Sith do, tried to take over the planet, and were just completely decimated by the locals, who are called the Voss. 
and they have Voss mystics who can like see the future. Their their connection to the Force is very different than um, the Jedi and the Sith because they see the future, and when they see it, it it pretty much happens. Like oh, there's yeah. no future in motion to them or anything like that. They just see it, and it happens. And they have some very strong Force users, and they just grew up. Grew up. They developed. <laughs> um, completely independent from the rest of the galaxy because they so they have no idea of Jedi or Sith teachings and the Jedi and the Sith are kind of in that game they're kind of um they have to cooperate when they're on the planet because the they both want the Voss to join them but the Voss have made it clear they don't really have an interest in joining anybody at the moment and if anybody causes any trouble they're just going to go back into hiding and not allow anyone to 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 be there so it's an interesting dynamic in that game where you have to have the Jedi and the Sith working together and they have to cooperate and do things the way the Voss do it's it's neat are they like force hobbits or something? Uh, <laughs> you kind of want to be like left alone? Kind of. Yeah, they yeah. kind of want to be left alone. Once they're discovered, they... Do they love the comforts of home? They do love the comforts of home. They love the way they do things, and they have no interest in becoming Jedi or Sith, which is what I like. Are there Sackville Voss? Yes, Sackville Vossigans, and... <laughs> <laughs> No, there's they're not like hobbits at all. I'm not really sure that comparison holds up. They're more like elves. Oh, well, that's lame. People anyway, who like elves are lame. Elves are lame, and if you like elves, you're lame. Tell that that's to my hot take. Peter Jackson. I will tell that to Peter Jackson. Calm down. Nobody wants to see elves. He loves elves. They're good at everything, and they're stoic, and they're boring. He wants to marry Legolas in real life. Legolas honestly doesn't seem like that great of a guy. No, if not we're really. Judge purely by the Hobbit trilogy. Wow, and good, frankly, good job. Hey, you turned into force, not quite guys. a racist. Good job, Legolas. God, the Force. <laughs> the force. Hey, I still hate you because of your culture and who you are. But help me in this battle. It's okay. I have I have one friend who's a dwarf. I'm not racist. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> Dude, one of my best friends is a dwarf. <laughs> I'm not racist. I uh, mean, I did like literally throw him one time. <laughs> that was not nice. That was not nice at all. Even though we kind of agreed that it would be okay. <laughs> I think that was Aragorn. No. It might have been Aragorn. <laughs> I have not seen Two Towers in a long time. I always get really excited to rewatch the whole thing, and then I get to Two Towers, and I'm like, this is four hours long, and I'm tired. <laughs> and I just want to watch the Gollum scenes. Jasmine, anything to contribute? Not to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Give me okay. a Gollum supercut. What do we What do we talk about now? <laughs> <laughs> That was a desperate plea. Yeah, okay. You know what? I'll make a comparison <laughs> to the la the latest movie I've seen, which is still just Aquaman. Oh boy. It was it was fun to like have that scene where they had to like go around and recruit all the different people who were technically Atlanteans, but they like were totally different species and everything. Like they all had cool underwater powers. But they were all different. They used it differently, and they had different little societies and stuff. It seems like that's what you guys want to see with the like force users. Yeah, I'd love to see that, like in movies. That'd yes, 
I'm a little done with the Jedi and the Sith. I know, mm-hmm. I know their whole deals. Give me we someone. Give me someone a with a new deal. You want a new, new deal. deal or, or no a new deal. deal? New deal or no deal? <laughs> 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 the political follow-up to the classic game show. New deal or no deal? <laughs> That's very good. Um, so I, I'm trying to think of. I, there was like something that I wanted to bring up specifically about old canon that I can't. What? Can I talk about a force power that I want to come back? Oh yeah, like force powers. Yeah. This is what I wanted to talk. About. I wanted to geek out about like old force powers and stuff. Here's something I love in a character I still hate. Whoa! <laughs> talking about Corin Horn, I can't stop talking about Good. the boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean you say you hate him, but you can't I stop talking about him. I whenever he opens his mouth, I realize I hate him. But if he would just no stay such quiet, thing as bad press. <laughs> there you go. His use of um, mind trick. Is TK. cool. No, he can't do that. But he can. He he like goes beyond the mind trick thing where he can project oh, yes. visions into someone's head oh, and yeah. smells into someone's nose. Mm-hmm. And he's like the girl from the second season of Stranger Things who uh, can make people think that they see things. Oh, no one watched about, that episode. I forgot about her. That is the worst episode of Stranger Things. It's the first thing that happens in the first episode. I never even finished this. The first oh. thing that happens in the first episode. Well, no one remembers anything about There's them. a whole episode with her, and oh it's bad God. anyway. Is it bad? That's a shame. Well, it's just, it's it's so out of place. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like the rest of the show. I got so, a hot take. That show's not that good. Uh, I like the show a lot, but I think I, you're wrong. Yeah, it's okay. I thoroughly enjoy it. I liked the first season, and I, I couldn't get through the second one. I am going to meet you guys in the middle. Okay. I like it. I like the first season more. I liked the second season, and I'm going to watch the third. I was a little tired of uh, old Watts being scared and seeing visions and stuff. Well. Just let him have fun. Torture some other kid. No, he's going to be tortured forever. I don't like seeing sad kids being afraid of things all the time. (laughs) Reminds (laughs) you of your childhood. (laughs) Yeah, man. I used to see visions of a scary storm coming. (laughs) The, okay, no, I, I was going to go on a tangent, but we cannot talk about Stranger Things anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Not a tangent on this show. Um, what was I saying? Oh, Corrin Horn and his ability to make people hallucinate pretty much. That is a cool power that I would like to see utilized on the silver screen. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood! I... Uh, yes, that stuff is cool. Uh, from if you if you're uh, if you haven't listened to our new Jedi Order episodes, yeah, there's a Jedi that can make he can even make people smell things, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that come up? Yeah, he makes him uh, smell smell of the kill stink or whatever it was with those slash rats. Listen, slash you're talking rats? about the slash rats, slash rats, kill scent, the swappy, the swappy and the stink. Good book. Probably stinking the slash rat. I gave yeah, that really book a good rating. Dang it! I was gonna say something. I totally forgot. I got something caught up about, in slash rat. Something about cornhorn making people smell things. Oh, I was gonna go on a tangent. Hashtag nineties kids. Do you remember this? Nickelodeon did a smellovision special. They they had the you got like little scratch cards, 
Yes. And they had you scratch them off in accordance with certain things that would happen, and they smelled like certain things. So you could smell along with yes, the show. Yes, I do. I don't remember that. It I never didn't did really that. work. My memory is <laughs> that it, you're a little older than us, Riley. You're like 50 years old. That's so yeah, I don't true. I am like 50 years old. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you remember. I was 27 in the 90s when that came you out. You had a knob that you had to like pull out of the television for it to turn on. <laughs> I actually had a TV like that in my room for a long time. Like I had to pull the knob out for wow. it to turn on. It's pretty fantastic. That's pretty old. Yeah. But yeah, Smell-O-Vision, it was a thing Nickelodeon did. Oh, you know what it was? It was not Nickelodeon. It was Spy Kids 4D. Never oh, seen oh, it. Oh, yeah. Spy that Kids 4D. <laughs> this was so weird because this is not even 90s kids. That's a fairly no. recent movie. But what? <laughs> Only 2010s we, kids will remember. yeah like we went to the drive-in like me and a bunch of friends went to the drive-in and they were showing the new planet of the apes which we were all excited about but you had to sit through spy kids (laughs) wow like we they gave us like a scratch cards i'm like what and so like we're all just like sitting in our cars like we're like smelling scratch off lottery (laughs) tickets waiting for the cool planet of the apes movie with james franco to start sounds like a lot of fun the second part of it was fun. I don't think anyone was paying attention to the movie, if you know what I mean. Oh. I, ew. I, no, I, don't would, know what I, mean. I would go on Legends of the Hidden Temple right now if they offered it. Oh Speaking my of Nickelodeon. God. Is that on Nickelodeon? Uh, is it on Netflix? No. I feel like for a while that was on a streaming service. You got to find them on YouTube and they're terrible quality. But I, I watch them yeah. sometimes. That show is... Yeah. Me and Christina watched some Amanda show while we were dating, and that was uh, that holds up. There's some funny mm-hmm. stuff in. There. I'm gonna give anyway. you if we're just fully if we're full blown on a tangent right now. Very very good. <laughs> we've very been, good Amanda we've, shows. Yet. We've been told that our worst episodes are sometimes our best. So well, here's hoping. Hey, nope. here's here's the new number one. <laughs> No bad episodes. No First round draft pick for best episode. You know what? We did say no bad episodes in 2019. So by definition, this isn't because we didn't label it as a bad episode. Correct. They're all good. There's a very funny sketch on the Amanda show <laughs> where <laughs> it's a spoof on Survivor, but they're all just sitting in a car in a parking lot. And the million dollars is like in the trunk and it's just yes. like an endurance test of who will leave the car first. And the like button on the end of the sketch is like the last two people are like, wait a minute, we're in a car with a million dollars in the trunk and the keys are in the ignition. They just drive off. <laughs> it's really funny. That is funny. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. And you got old uh, Taryn Killam in the show Taren doing funny Killam. stuff. Very good, man. Very good man. <laughs> Great man. Great man. Great. Quentin Tarantino kill him. Oh. Yep. Hot yeah. take. I don't like Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I don't care about him. I don't so, care. The Force. <laughs> <laughs> what would Quentin Tarantino have done with Star Trek? It would have added a bunch of feet. It would have. <laughs> Gratuitous explanations of people being choked in the script, famously. This species uh, somehow has seven feet, and they can't <laughs> wear shoes, ever. And they're right there in front. <laughs> they're always on screen. Always on screen. Feet first. No reason for them to be out of frame. Yeah, oh that's really funny. What would be Quentin Tarantino's favorite species of alien based on his foot fetish? Let's mm. establish this right away. Oh my God. 
Wookiees too hairy. What's Wookiees? You can't. Well, you can't see the feet though. That's yeah, the problem. They're covered e- I mean, there. I would say easy. It's what's Watto? Oh, uh, yeah. Toydarian. Watto. Toydarian. Feet for Good days. Call. I'm glad we've established Quentin Tarantino's <laughs> favorite Star Wars work on me, only money. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good episode. This is a good one. Okay. W- one thing that I liked about Old Cannon Force, to try to get us back on track, <laughs> is it did just seem like there was a lot of exploration of people thinking about what the Force is. And... That does not seem to, like, even in the Clone Wars, I would argue that doesn't really come up a lot. Like, you get this really cool visual representation of, like, like the whole Mortis trilogy is a cool visual tone poem or whatever. But it's not, like, two people sitting down talking about what the Force is. And that's what you get a lot of in old canon Right down to your your girl Kreia there, Riley. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned her so that I didn't have to. It, yeah. The problem the problem <laughs> with Mortis is I love that episode and I love all the things that happened in that episode. Except at the very end, everybody forgets everything. So it's like all this awful, uh-huh. awful, all this interesting bad. dialogue and and things that we've heard about the Force and about the future and about the light and the dark. It just kind of goes out the window for the characters. Cowardly. Absolutely cowardly. They, mm-hmm. There's no character growth because of that episode. They did that because they had that incredible scene where Anakin sees his future and he is. Like the Darth Vader thing, and they're like, "Well, we can't really do that, so we'll just make it all a dream." Like, no. But if they had done that, and it makes he it had, better if he remembers it. If we watch Revenge of the Sith, and we know in the back of his head he's seeing that helmet the whole yes. time. Yes. That makes it so much better. better. Way better. Hey, Dave Filoni, you're not a very good writer. I. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> I will. Because I like the episode. I just don't like the ending where they all forget. It's cowardly. It is cowardly. Hey, you know this cool thing we just did that would fundamentally change the course of Star Wars? Nah, we're not going to commit to that. Jacob. Yes. You need to play KOTOR 2. <laughs> I know I do. If I know I do. play both. You did? I said he should play no. both. Yes. You oh, should. I do. I want to play them. I want to play them. It's I have just, them downloaded on my computer. Oh, man. Stream it, and I'll join you in chat while you're playing. Same, bud. Oh, my God. I Wait love watching people play games. Guys, 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 guys. What? What we need to do, I don't want to play it, because I, I, I I'll get lost. In, oh, no, you know what would be fun? We'll be there helping Let's you. Let's stream it. Let's stream it. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be on sticks. You guys tell me what to do. Perfect. <laughs> oh, it. man. I really want us to do that. Let's I'll do it. Do it. The force. The, the force. force. The force. Let's talk about the force in video games. I was going to say something. Do that. Do it. Say okay. It. <laughs> Let the girl speak, Jake. Oh, God. Let the girl speak. So I don't remember how much this was portrayed in Clone Wars, but I do feel like the. Like, the Force used to be healed, or used to be used for, like, healing, and, like, quickly, and it was always, like, really interesting that 
when that happened, I guess. At least I thought it was. And now it's just like <coughs> nothing. It's not that's not used to do that at all, no. pretty much. That's totally I kinda fun. missed that. What's the girl's name that was in that Young Jedi Knights novel that I read? Who it's k- kill Silgal or Clig Hall, Sil- depending Cl- on the book. <laughs> it's definitely not Clig Hall, but yes. <laughs> it's <clears throat> Yeah, that lady shows up in Young Jedi Knights, and I did think that was really interesting. Like, she's a forced healer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, going back to like fantasy tropes and applying them to Star Wars. But uh, it always made yeah. sense to me because if the Force is in every living thing and connected to every living thing, it should also be able to use to, you know, I mean, it literally created life in Anakin, so why can't it? heal life yeah. really quick. I don't know. You I know, that was cool. I was going to say that could be really overpowered if it's introduced in the movies, but to go back to Lord of the Rings, Ganondorf, or not Ganondorf, oh my god. Guys, <laughs> 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 we're playing a lot of Smash. <sighs> and Zelda, for that matter. Ganondorf uh, the and- Grey. Ganondorf <laughs> the Grey uh, heals Aragorn, right? He just puts his hands on his head and wakes up. And then, arguably, that ha- Obi-Wan does that to Luke, and the Emperor does that to Anakin. They put, they do the same, like, Gandalf thing of, like, oh, putting yeah. their hand on the head. Mm-hmm. So, it actually is in the movies, but, but yeah, not explicitly. I would like to see that come back. That would be a fun thing to see mm-hmm. return in Episode Nine to kind of, like, have this weird power be referenced once every trilogy and never addressed. I feel like healing powers were mostly referenced and used in video games because of video games. Um, (laughs) Well, yeah. Like you needed, in Jedi Outcast, you needed a way to heal your health if you were dying, so they invented healing for that. uh, but in the one of them, you just picked up some back to tanks, buddy. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> but you could also do like use the force heal. Kyle Katarn could use the force heal to, to yeah. heal his health and everything. So, but there were characters who specialized in that, uh, like force medics and things like that. And and I like I like that conceit. Again, it's going back to the everyone has a specialty with the force, something they're good at. If you're naturally someone who's who's good at empathy, maybe. Maybe that would be your your path, your career path would be uh, healing people. I'm trying to think. So force healing, like you said, really originated more in video games. Yeah. Because yeah. in video games, you need to heal your health somehow. <laughs> um, but it is an interesting concept for the movie. I, I think we're just so far removed from getting to the point in the films where we have people that adept at using the force. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're down to one Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe they're maybe they're trying to avoid what happened with the power creep of the of the late nineties where Power Creep band name, I just called it. <laughs> good good band name. But yep. like Oh, hold on. No. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's going on? Pause the podcast. We have a uh, we have a wild Isaac in the chat. Wait a minute, who's here? What? No! <laughs> it's Isaac. There he is. Isaac's on Discord. He's alive. He's alive and not dead. You're 
but you're dead. I have an important question. I think this is going to encourage him to conversation. Okay. What's your important question? Is is Dave Filoni a coward for not committing to the Mortis arc and having people like not forget everything at the end? Is Dave um, Filoni kind of bad? First of all, yes. But second of all, could you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Yeah, Dave Filoni does this cool thing with the Mortis arc. It's incredible. And then at the end, they're like, oh, I just had an interesting dream. I forgot everything. Does that make him a certified coward? It makes him a big fan of the show Dallas, but I don't know if that makes him a coward. <laughs> I think anyone who's a fan of Dallas is a coward. Wow. What about It's Just Dallas from Discord? He's not a coward because he doesn't like yeah. the show. I think we've established it's a woman from Texas. But nope. Okay. Is there anything from old canon that you miss about the Force or that you disliked about the Force? Wow. You couldn't yeah. possibly have a worse connection. If you, you couldn't tried. break up more. You couldn't break up more if this is a Taylor Swift song. That joke made sense in my head. Shout out to Taylor Swift. <laughs> Isaac, do you have dial-up internet? Are you connecting your phone to a, like, a corded phone jack? Um, well... I had, I found all those AOL discs in the in the uh, cabinet, and I do something <laughs> with them. So, I get my money for it. True story. I when we helped my like aunt and uncle who are a million years old move, and they lived in their house for like fifty years, which is that's true. We found like AOL trial discs in their drawer. Like they never threw anything away to an insane degree. So I guess my question for you is: Were you at my aunt and uncle's house, and were you taking their AOL trial discs? Buddy, let me tell you something. If there's uh, one thing I like, it's a Kreitz aunt and uncle. (laughs) (laughs) I had a dollar, buddy. What do you like about the forest? Best episode yet. Can you hear me, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, Give us your quick hits. Have a take. Don't suck. What is your... Talk to us about the force, Isaac. We just want to hear you talk about the force. Um, <laughs> remember the synthetic crystals and the lightsabers? Yeah, crystals. Yeah, crystals and lightsaber. Crystals were used to make the force stronger, and now they're just a necklace. Yeah. Here's the thing: I haven't talked about Star Wars in a while, so now I kind of forget everything I ever learned about it. I'm This is amazing. You sound like a droid. (laughs) Or like he's about to cry. (laughs) Or like you're about to cry. Are you a crying robot right now? Uh, Oh my god. (laughs) Isaac, can we get a a, a warbly commitment for you to at least like come and like do a commentary or something with us? Where like... Uh, the excuse can be, hey, I'm going to go watch Star Wars with my friends. If I it to you, I... Yep. Okay. <laughs> Sounds I'm about right. Is absolute 100% yes. That was a yes. <laughs> I heard a yes. I heard a very hard yes. <laughs> this was fun. I'll, I'll, I'll come back again, but... Okay. Okay, good. What I want you to do, Isaac, is I want you to show up and still talk exactly like you're talking. <laughs> if I didn't, they, they, they wouldn't call me um, 
warble. Yep, that's, no, I like the way that joke ended. <laughs> yeah, I'm, if I didn't, I'm they wouldn't call me. <laughs> I'm, put, I'm putting socks on. I can't find the left and the right sock. You ever have that? Nope. There's what else is the same news? thing? Oh gosh. Now you sound good. You sound good until you start trying to actually say stuff. Oh, wait until you see my butt. <laughs> Your Boy, butt showing. We'd miss this energy on the show. A lot less <laughs> butt talk since Isaac left. Not that much less, but less. Yeah, less. all the, the big butt energy. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac and his BBE. <laughs> Classic BBE coming at you. <laughs> Quick question before you go. Yeah. Solo? What are you thinking about that movie? Um, Jamie and I watched it when I finally bought it like two weeks ago, and I fell asleep like a third of the way through it. So, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Not good. I'm sorry, guys. Really sorry. Wow. I, I, I want to. Maybe one day. One, one final question, uh, Mr. Yes. Rexliner. Yes. Do you listen to our show? What do you think I'm doing right now? Okay. Well, it's non-committal. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Irrefutable. We've had our we've had our doubts, but recently you made a comment about something that was on an episode, so I thought maybe, but I don't I'm still leaning towards doesn't listen. I'll bet you listen to that one. Hey, someone's gotta be right. So hey, someone's gotta be right. <laughs> <laughs> I I missed the the mystery as enigmatic as always. Thanks, that's guys. Nice way to put it. <laughs> if that's even my name, <laughs> <laughs> Isaac Enigma Rexsteiner. Ooh, you have our permission to leave. Thanks, and guys. our permission to die. <laughs> like <he's gone. laughs> Just like that, he's gone. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. That was fantastic. <sighs> Um, okay, I, I mean, I think that we've covered mostly everything we want, right? I mean, I guess we barely I covered so. anything. I don't know. What? Um, I I feel like there was something legitimately. Oh, okay, we we have talked about a lot of things we liked about old canon. Oh yeah, let's talk about something we don't like. What don't you like? What's something that you you have at the very least? distaste for i know what your answer is jake do you want to go ahead and say your answer and then i'll um have a rebuttal oh wow i mean there's a few things i don't like i think the primary thing that i have read that i strongly dislike is the idea that you can make the force put you into like cryo sleep <laughs> and basically time jump the novel as you want to that made me angry when i read that yeah, I I have mixed feelings about that because it is mostly used as a uh, as a plot device for someone to be able to sleep in their X-Wing since the hyperspace jump would take like two weeks. It's force quick travel. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> On the other hand, when it is used, when that the Jedi meditative state or the trance or whatever is used for other reasons, I really enjoy it. Um, Same. It can be used. I, I think it'll come up some in the in the new Jedi Order. Like I know Jason has to use it a lot just to survive. It's almost touching on healing um, mm -hmm. in some way when they go into that that trans -like touchy state, touchy healing. 
Um, but I agree. It is. It it all depends on who whose hands it in, it's in, who's writing it. If they're just using that as a way to to time skip, then it's pretty dumb. But the idea of Jedi being able to go into this meditative trance to either heal themselves or focus their energy on something, I kind of like that idea in theory, but in practice, yeah. it's usually used for a dumb reason. It's like a Jimmy Neutron brain blast. Exactly like that. Or Shout out to Nickelodeon Pikachu. again. Or a Detective <laughs> Pikachu bolt of brilliance. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Christina's been playing the game, and it looks pretty rad from what I've been able to see. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so legitimately very excited for Detective mm-hmm. It looks amazing. Um, Jazz, is there anything you don't like about old canon fours? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I always I that. love anything you can do with the fours. <laughs> <laughs> like, for me, the bigger, the better, so... I don't I don't really know. I can't think of anything offhand that I don't like. Like I'm a fan of the Force Unleashed crazy nonsense stuff cuz it's oh, I love I it. Do. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know. Like I I don't have a problem with the hibernating force meditation whatever. Like I always thought that was cool cuz I feel like I I've, I've read more books than you guys and when I feel like overall it's usually used to like stop someone from dying or something like yeah. it's Rarely do I remember it being like, just, oh, I got to travel for a month in my ship. I guess I should do this. But yeah, I always just thought it was. I I have a half formed thought I'd like to try to articulate as is the typical course for our show. Like, because I'm with Jasmine, like, I really like Force Unleashed type powers and like, I'm annoyed that force use tends to be hampered in the movies. I really love when like Kanan can Hulk out mm-hmm. and just like do what you would automatically do as a Jedi and just like force push everybody off the building. Why, if you can do it, why wouldn't you just do it? Um, but what, what I think the movies and novels have lacked is like natural escalation of power. Like remember in um, the end of Batman begins out, uh, Gordon talks about, like, what about escalation? We start carrying semi-automatics, they start carrying automatic. And, like, basically the escalation leads to the Joker existing. And I feel like what would have been better than, oh, there happens to be a certain lizard that uh, makes force not really uh, work, is, like, having whatever the Imperial or bad guy threat work towards have them work towards negating the force like have them work towards creating something that can stop force powers does that am i making sense of what i'm saying yes yeah like instead of like i that's that's why i like the vong so much. oh mm-hmm. my god there's a whole species of people that don't like the force I don't even work on them seems like a cheat but i kind of like it i would like if they had the imperial remnants like we are developing technology using kyber crystals or whatever to negate force powers. Like that would be fun. Take a shot everybody. But one of my favorite conceits <laughs> of Kotor 2 is that you start the game with your connection to the force severed. Part of the mystery of the game is trying to figure out why because you play someone who was a Jedi 
um, but you no longer have a connection to the Force. So part of the mystery of the game is figuring out why, but it also hampers you in a way, and the game, and it's, not only does it hamper you as far as, like, of course you can't start the game out as the most powerful Jedi ever, but they work it into the story in a way that is natural, and you learn things from um, uh, from Kreia about what it means to be a Jedi who's lost his connection to the Force, and how an over-reliance on the Force can lead to the downfall. And I'd love to see that avenue explored in the same way as if, you know, if in the future, Ray or Ray's students or whoever come up against a, a, right. a, an accompl- uh, uh, adversary that they can't just immediately beat with the Force, that would be cool. Yeah. I desperately want Ray to have an academy. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I thought of one more thing that I miss about Ooh. old canon force. And I can't believe I forgot about it this long because it's probably my biggest favorite thing from the force. I forgot a favorite thing too. So we'll get back we'll, in. We'll end on favorite things. Um, and on favorite things. I miss, I miss the days when any force user could become a force ghost. What the? Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. Like, like die. Yeah. you didn't you have to You couldn't just become be... a ghost at any time. Yes, not just at any time, but you didn't have to to study some um, Jedi teaching to learn how to, to you know, re- maintain your individuality once you become one with the Force. You know, there were, you would run into, in old games, you would run into... Um, Sith, who then became a forest ghost, or, you know, you were exploring Yavin 4 and the ghost of Exar Kun would influence a young Jedi. Like, I miss that being just a thing that a force user could do, and it wasn't tied into the Jedi's beliefs. I want a dark side force ghosts very much. Yeah, I, I mentioned that in our... Uh, predictions episode but i will yeah be on the floor crying with happiness if we see snoke in episode nine i desperately want to see you on the floor crying <laughs> with a nasty theater at the premiere of episode nine. Oh, <laughs> I, I did see you crying in episode eight yep i Not thought of something that i want to see more of we've literally Ooh. only we've seen once in a movie kind of let's hear um, it i want to see four speed Mm. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we see Obi Wan use it once and then never again. That is like such an overpowered thing that can be used. A cornerstone would... of Jedi Outcast. Yes, oh or like yes. so many Je- like Jedi yeah. games, like just being able to like move faster for a split second or something. That would make lightsaber battles so much more like interesting to. W- I mean, they're interesting to watch anyway, but I think that would take them up the next level you could do some very interesting visual effects with um two people who are able to move very quickly in shorts amount of time like i know that would be cool looking i know you won't like me to reference this but if you want to see cool special effects of what that might be like like the only thing i can ever like think of is like in at the end of man of steel like superman fights another kryptonian who can run really fast like him 
Oh yeah, I you, know what you're talking about. I, like that. I love that. I love that scene. Yeah, it's so cool. And I would love to see that with lightsaber. In in uh in Justice League, I like the slow motion fight between Superman and the Flash. That's oh, probably my that's favorite mm-hmm. part of the movie. Something oh, like that, but with Jedi. Yeah. That would be great. I also want to see mm-hmm. the Jedi be very scared that the other person can see them in the speed force. <laughs> I, <laughs> the thing that I miss was the ability to for like everybody to learn all the powers. Like, why can't a light side user learn force light? Mm. Doesn't make any sense. Wait, was that not a thing, or am I just imagining that? I feel like that was the thing. Better. In games, yeah, I mean, like in games, games. Right. stuff, yeah, yeah. You I think you had learn. to be a, a specific type of person. That's why I like Kyle Katarn so much. Is he's he's yeah. the type of person who could, uh, and I think, I feel like Mace could have been in the same category, but someone who doesn't fall to the dark side, but who can flirt with it safely, and and be mm-hmm. able to use stuff like that. Like but the maybe, ancient one from Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe you're even just saying that. Uh, maybe just like even Yoda could should be able to use Force Lightning because he's powerful mm-hmm. enough. He freaking does. He literally does. <laughs> he does I mean, be on he, the grave and he uses that's lightning. True. That is blow true. up a tree. True. I just put that together. He uses the most intense form wow. of Force Lightning ever. Mm-hmm. That is true. Good point. Are we going to see Luke use the Force from Beyond the Grave in Episode Nine? I think he has to. Why plant that really cool seed if we're not going to see it again? Yeah. God dang it. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, it seems we mentioned it earlier. Riley kind of got into it, but or maybe I don't remember who said it, but <laughs> like episode eight really opened the door for multiple kinds of force users. Mm. And that's why I'm eternally just baffled by people who claim to love old canon but hate The Last Jedi. This felt like such a love letter to old canon to me. And I'm so psyched at the idea that the kind of like the gates are unlocked and there's all these different possibilities of the Force now. Well, and who unlocked the gates? Ryan Mark John. <laughs> True. Oh. Oh, wait, wait, no, no, no. He's the opposite. He wants you to lock the gate. He wants you to lock the gates. Ryan Johnson <laughs> unlocked the gates and uh-huh. he is going to do a movie set in a com- uh, universe completely separate from the Jedi and the Sith. So, for some maybe reason, we'll get our wish. For some reason, like, when I imagined Ryan Johnson's movie, I imagined it free of the Force. But now I'm thinking, wait a minute. It can have the Force, but just in a cool new way. Yeah, just no. Mm-hmm. I hope it's free of Jedi and Sith, but not free of the Force. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. There's a lot of potential for Ryan Johnson's Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Can I bring up a quick, quick? <laughs> yeah. What? A quick one. Can I bring up a quick thing that uh, me and Isaac were talking about over text recently, which is like, this is a total complaint, complaint section, which we haven't done in a while. True. Because I hear people say online, like, no one's going to even want to watch the Ryan Johnson movie because they hate The Last Jedi so much. And I will assert very strongly that I think 99% of all moviegoers do not know who directed the movie that they're seeing. True. Nobody pays attention to that unless you are like a a real movie fan. 
Mm-hmm. Seems like a simple thing, but I would, I would submit that anybody that's seeing a Star Wars movie is seeing it because it's a Star Wars movie. No one's like, wait, Gareth Edwards directed this? Mm-hmm. Not interested. No, people went to see it because they're like, all the new Star Wars movies. People take credit for Solo tanking because of like backlash for the Last Jedi. I no, I, it, they it's they shouldn't have released it a few months after the last Jedi. Yeah. That's started marketing it a month before it released. Yeah. That's what killed the movie. And it didn't, it didn't even die. It made money. Like it wasn't a, a box office failure. It didn't make as much yeah. as the main movies, but this didn't know, make a billion dollars. What a horrible disappointment. <laughs> exactly. I, I am realizing like as, as December rolled around that I now have a Pavlovian desire for star Wars. Like, Snow started falling, and I was like, okay, Star Wars is going to be in theaters now. What's yeah. happening? Like, I was not super hyped for Solo, but I would have been. If it would be if it, was, if it came out, like, a and month ago. But yeah, I know yeah. for a fact that I would have seen it way more in the theaters. Like, I think I only mm-hmm. saw it twice in the theaters just because mm-hmm. it released in May, and, like, I had to freaking work and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, this wasn't right. time, but if it was over winter break and like there were holidays i would have seen that movie so much mm-hmm. i think i am i want to see i want to like the flash go into the speed force i want to travel to the multiverse i want to see the show is released on december 12th and i want to see our i want to listen to our podcast because i feel like if we get two viewings out of solo before and we're all super psyched for it i think that's a very different reaction Mhm. I agree. Man, what what Man. could have been? What could have been <laughs> and what shall never be? What shall never be? Well, you know what it's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We got to end this episode. Yeah, we've been recording for an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> and none of it's getting cut. None of it's getting cut. <laughs> Oof. Some of it's getting cut now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what we should do is we should plug stuff that we just like, and we should then like we want people to check out. Uh, okay. Facebooks.com. Waypoints is that what you're doing here? <laughs> is that what they do? I haven't listened to them in a long time, actually. Oh uh, yeah, they do this thing now called waypoints, where at the end they just recommend something that they like. But no, I like this idea. Let's recommend things we like. Someone else go you- first. I got to think of something I like. Jasmine. Oh God, what do I like? Um, did you recommend thriftbooks.com? I <laughs> did. I did. <laughs> it was like a reflex. It was so fast. <laughs> I'm going to recommend that this is a really specific recommendation that will appeal to 0.1% of our listeners. But if you like the show Survivor, oh, boy. former Survivor player uh, Rob Sesternino and uh, really good journalist Josh Wiggler did this amazing like audiobook slash podcast thing called The Evolution of Strategy, where they watch like 30 seasons of the show. They go season by season and they talk about how strategy evolved. It's so funny and good and interesting, and I can't stop listening to it. And I'm spending money on it. Hmm. It's genuinely very, very good. And it makes me laugh very hard. So you should check it out. If you don't like hanging out with people in real life, but... Ooh, you, this appeals to me so far. Yeah. And you also like getting mad at your friends. This appeals to every, me so far. 
everyone should buy Uno on their computer. <laughs> <laughs> Uno. <laughs> I like it. Because I bought it, and oh my god, it is rage-inducing. <laughs> Wait, can we like conceivably play Uno together? Yes. <laughs> oh, sick. I might have to get that. Let's stream Uno instead of... Oh, oh my god. That might be a successful thing. <laughs> uh, Twitch stream Uno. I am going to recommend a podcast that I have just completely opened up my brain and inserted every episode I can. Uh, that I just discovered recently, but it's been around for a long time. It's called Off Book, the improvised oh musical podcast. It is as and advertised. And jazz. Oh, I'm I'm I haven't told you guys this, but I am seriously considering starting a new podcast called On Off Book. <laughs> oh, and it's going to be a short episode where I I'm going to like play guitar or piano and I'm going to try and improvise a song every week until they let me on off book just a random <laughs> fan. I want to be on. This I'm show. going to fly to Los Angeles and be on off book if uh if my podcast gets enough traction. So don't steal that idea. I'm going to start a new podcast called On Off Book, but in the meantime, you should lis- listen to the real Off Book. It's it's amazing. They make up songs and lyrics on the spot with an in-house he improvised a complete it's, musical. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's so so funny and good, and it is so so much better than our podcast. Go listen <laughs> to it. I believe it. And I understand that's hard to believe. <laughs> Not people with genuine talent doing <laughs> things that will blow your mind. Yep. Okay, yeah, really I guess that's good. it. Are we done? Yeah. Okay. I also recommend every Pokemon game ever made. Every Pokemon game ever played. The same. Ever played. Ever played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So not the ones for Wii U, because those were not played. Nobody played them. Okay. Well, um, with that oh. sound, it signifies the end of wow. our podcast. On book. <laughs> so this has been delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley, Jake, Jasmine, Survivor. I forgot to pause. (laughs) Survivor Uno. And for a brief moment in time, Isaac. Survivor Uno. We just invented something. Bye. 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 Survivor Uno sounds like a very good game. I think so too. There was a Survivor board game for a minute. I remember it being. Okay, Zeke, say it. This is for the fans too. Try toast with Nutella. And strawberry preserves on it. It's freaking amazing. <laughs> That's his it's recommendation. <laughs> That's good. That's a good recommendation because I'm a toast man. We got to come up with a name for our recommendation segment. I don't know. Ooh, other recommendation segment. I'm gonna. I'm like. I have a little bit more time now. I'm gonna finally freaking like finish editing all of our lost podcasts that we God. recorded all of. Because it was actually kind of good. Did you? do the whole show we did almost the entire show oh wow and it was just like i was so busy and i wanted to like finish the freaking thing i was writing yeah i did so we're gonna do
remember when Isaac had that bit? No, wait, it was you who was going to send male meat or something to people. Yeah. Chef Boyardee beefaroni male meat. That That's was. right. That's a throwback. <laughs> throwback Friday. It's a Friday when we're recording. Throwback Friday. Only 90s summer. kids will remember that bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Because they were on a very old computer. <laughs> oh, my God. Z. My bad. Edit this. No. <laughs> Thanks for the clap. The editing clap. <laughs> Edit clap. And like, they're, they every, okay, I'm going to say words now instead of what I just did. Please. Another date was saved thanks to the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Let's talk about the Powerpuff Girls' use of the force. They Let's can fly. do it. Sugar, spice, and everything nice. <laughs> but, what's his name? Professor? Professor. No, Professor X. No, Chemical no, X. It's Chemical X. He's just Professor. Plutonium. <laughs> professor Plutonium? Did you say that, Jasmine? No. Oh. <laughs> Mojo I said Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The Powerpuff Girls are great, but we're not talking about stars. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how much of that is sustained. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I am fully relaxed in my chair. I am leaning all the way down. I'm barely sitting in this chair. I'm like a puddle of water. I'm loving okay. this. I am drinking a bourbon and I'm sitting uncomfortably in a bad chair. Wow. I so have I no alcohol and am sitting uncomfortably. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the balancing worst out. Of both <laughs> worlds. Yeah. I, so I'm very balanced right now. Drinking alcohol, but very focused because I'm not comfortable right now. Fair and balanced. Also, as all things should be. And also, I got news for you. My, my foot hasn't been healing as well as it should have. Oh. Oh, did, you get the, did you get out of the cast? So, yes. I, it was really weird. Last week, this is all staying in, of course. Of course. Last week, I had uh, like a follow-up, and they did x-rays and stuff. And they're like, well... I didn't they're like how how's it feel how's it feel i was like feels really good they're like that's weird because it hasn't really healed that much <laughs> i remember I you saying that yeah that's bad. i was like that's not great that's not very good and they're like but you know wear the boot for another week and then you can take it off okay so i haven't been wearing it and then today i was like you know what my foot hurts today i don't like this this isn't good so my foot wasn't feeling very good today hmm. and i might have to get surgery eventually and I w- don't want to ever do that. No. So, guys, yeah. I'm just going to have a fun limp for the rest of my life. Well, that not that great? And a spry, <laughs> yeah, really good. a spry young 26 or whatever you are. <laughs> great. Just turned 27. Just turned 27. Old man. Time to, yeah. time to have a limp. That's right. Time to have a limp. <laughs> that sounds like a good Shins album. <laughs> <laughs> the Shins. Time to have a limp. Yeah, that really does sound like an album. It does. Or like Modest Mouse. Yeah. But it, it would be like, the ship sank as we had a limp and we fell over the side of the pirates. Shimp. Shimp. <laughs> shimp. <laughs> the pirate shrimp. <laughs> the pirate shrimp. <laughs> this is the worst oh. episode we've ever done. I'm going to be very excited if this happens. Oh, whoops. Wait a minute. Did you just kick him from the server? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's back. Wait, okay. <laughs>
in the checkout line? I think he's checking out of Kroger. Checking this guy out right here. Checking out my arms from all of the... Uh-oh, uh-oh. You sounded like you turned into like a pinball machine. <laughs> what is happening here? Scratch that, an underwater pinball machine. Or he could be on the portal sound check. Oh, he does sound like a, a portal robot. Give us an Uba. Uba. Oh, man. That's crazy sounding. That sounds crazy. Oh, boy. Can you hit? How's this sounding? That sounds like, good. Are you playing basketball? Yes. Oh, well, I'm hey. loving the mental image of you going from the grocery store line immediately to the basketball court. <laughs> yeah, because there's a portal. <laughs> oh, my God. This is what we've been missing.